Hello, everybody. This is the Business Buddha Petition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Brayden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sammy Grace. So, hello, Brayden. It is an awesome day. So, each week, we'll come to you live from the LoveWorks campus, where you will hear interviews from our younger and more experienced entrepreneurs who will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you action steps to help your leadership and business. Absolutely. The Business Buddha podcast partners with Norman Chamber of Commerce, who advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma, be a thriving business community. It's powered by First United Bank Norman, who's not like your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. So a big thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. So let's get into our first interview with our first dreamer and doer, Brady Sexton. Following many years as a manager for the Hal Smith Restaurant Group, Brady changed careers to manage leasehold acquisitions for oil and natural gas companies before returning to his passion in opening Scratch Kitchen and Cocktails in historic downtown Norman, bringing craft cocktails to the market for the first time. He now owns a second location in Paseo Arts District in OKC and in 2020 launched Scratch Old Fashioned, a bottled cocktail company. Brady has a passion for the arts, serves on the Norman Arts Council, and lives in the Norman with his family and has a BA in multidisciplinary studies from OU. So hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Thanks. I'm super happy to be here. I I'm love super, coming in this building. It's great I energy. love this building. I it's so it. great. I'm so grateful you can be here. So let's start getting to the questions. And we love this question. We are the Dreamers and Doers podcast. So, first question has to be, do you consider yourself more of a natural dreamer or a doer? Well, I think an entrepreneur is, by definition, both. Absolutely. Um, which one am I more of? Probably a dreamer, because I spend way too much time dreaming and not as enough, <laughs> enough time doing. <laughs> I love that. So, kind of go a little bit, you know, I love digging into this question a little bit more. Where do you see that more dreamer aspect show up into, like, your company, for say? Um, well, we're just constantly innovating and constantly trying to mm -hmm. think of new things, think of new products to offer, new things to do, um, fun ways to reach the community, um, dreaming about new products, uh, new companies all the time. I mean, I've opened, you know, six or seven businesses. Right now I have four, five going. Mm -hmm. So, you know, learning to fail has been part of it too. <laughs> but um, dreamers are going to fail. They're going to fall on their face. Yeah, for sure. So going back a little bit into your past, we'd like to know what was life like for you growing up and what were some challenges? Oh, sure. Um, I grew up in Norman, uh, went to public school here, um, love the schools, love everything about it. Um, one challenge for my family was um, my father had a really good job at OU and they closed that department. Um, he started a, a company building decks and soon turned to building homes and then started building some bigger commercial buildings. Um, so kind of seeing him struggle and really feel the, um, you know, just how bad it feels to lose a job um, and then bounce back. I just knew someday I wanted to work for myself and not put myself in that position to yeah. have someone else control, you know, yeah. um, my, my career. So staying in that same area of, like, life growing up, what was your first dream job? And did it have anything to do with what you're doing right now? Uh, my first dream job was architecture. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I get to help design the restaurants and uh, the kitchens that we that we build and that kind of thing. So um, my best friend is an architect. He he was in drafting with me at Norman High. He went all the way through to Notre Dame and did it. Um, so he has designed a lot of the stuff that I do. That's super cool. I love that. So wanting to dive into your restaurants and becoming an owner of so many different <clears throat> businesses, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to becoming an owner of your very own businesses? Yeah. Um, I mean, first, and I t I'm also an entrepreneur in residence at OU, and so I, I do a lot of mentoring with uh, seniors there. Um, one of the things I think entrepreneurs, when you start a business, you should have some experience in that field. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's you know, you're not fair to yourself if you 
graduate from college and go start a business and ne- have never even worked in that industry. So um, having worked uh, in the industry, um, I just, you know, I knew that's what I wanted to do forever when I bust my first table. Yeah. Thank, that's really, like, insightful, especially for those, you know, wanting to pursue that. Like, you know, of course, sometimes diving in is great, but also, like, <laughs> diving in, you're going to have some problems sometimes. Yeah. So thank you for that information and kind of diving into that. And so going back to your very first question, we talked about those dreams. What is a dream that you are working on right now? Oh, that's um, that's a tough that's tough. There's already there's always so many going on. Um, we we have a kind of a really struggling business right now um, on Main Street called Recess Taco Park. Um, so we're dreaming big. We're moving a, an actual school bus in tomorrow uh, to turn it into the bar. Um, oh, it's that's painted awesome. really. Yeah, it's painted really cool. <laughs> um, it'll it'll allow some more space in the current building to just be focused on food there. Uh, so the dream there, and uh, it's an all outdoor thing with games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're really dreaming big for how much we can, uh, how many games and stuff we can provide that people would really enjoy our outdoor space there. So that's the one that's really got most of my my work attention right now. That's I, I love the, like, just how random at the same point. <laughs> like, I love that. I can see the dreamer, like, working, like, uh, that's that's yeah. Awesome. I mean, we can't, we called it recess because it's like, what's your favorite part of the day when you're a kid? Is oh, recess? Oh, one hundred percent. Like, where do you want to go? Let's go to recess. That's, I love that. That marketing right there. That, I can see that you've been doing this a while. Like, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So looking, so our podcast is more directed towards the youth and and middle schoolers and high schoolers and just them growing up as as themselves. So, what is one life lesson that you wish someone in middle school or high school would have shared with you? Um, I think just basic finances. I'll bet you get that answer a lot. But like, um, you know, when I had a, a job as a contractor in oil and gas, you know, being able to save for taxes is a really tough thing to do. Um, kind of understanding how all that works, how borrowing money works. Um, because if you are an entrepreneur, you're going to be asking for money. Um, so putting yourself in a position to be able to easily have access to finance and yeah. um, capital is a big deal. Yeah, I think that's really good. And so for our last questions, kind of going off of that, is what would be that one tip that if anybody asked you how to start a business, what would be that one tip that you want to share with them? Um, don't give up. I have no idea how Scratch got opened. I borrowed a little bit of money from family and built part of the restaurant. Th- that was my first business was Scratch on, on Main Street. Mm. I, I got a little bit of money from some friends and, and sold part of the company to them and did some more build out. Eventually, I got halfway there and had to borrow money from the bank. Um, there were many, many days where I didn't think it would ever open. I paid rent for seven months before we even opened. So just the perseverance of knowing when everyone else probably thinks and looks at you and says you're probably not going to make it, knowing that you're going to make it happen. Um, you can fail afterwards, but get it open. Get it Do open. whatever it takes. I love that. That is so good. Um, before we completely wrap up, I just have to ask you, is there anything that you want to share, anything else that we didn't cover? Um, you, uh, no, I don't think so. You guys have covered a lot. Um, I mean, for middle schoolers, I think, you know, you're going to find, um, your passion eventually. Don't get in a rush for it. Um, just keep doing jobs, you know, go work here, go work there, um, get experience as much as you can anywhere and, and have some fun and be a well-rounded person. And when you get out in the marketplace, you'll be able to identify with everyone. I love that. Brady, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, this is great. I, I love getting interviewed, especially like I, I've been to Scratch so many times, like be able to have that, just be part of Norman. And so thank you so much just for being able to be on this podcast. Yeah, thank you all for having me. I'm flattered to be here. Being able to just like teach this, teach these students. I know they're going to be inspired and be like me, hopefully have their notes right now and just be like that. <laughs> yeah. But thank you again so, so much. And viewers out there, we'll, we'll have you back back with our very next guest. It's going to be amazing. Trust me.
Hello, everybody. This is the Business Bootup edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Braden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sammy Grace. Hello, Braden. So Caden Harris is 11 years old and the CEO of Caden Teaches, a company that aspires to develop fun, adventurous, and unique ways of learning. Caden is on a mission to solve the problem of financial literacy through multiple kid-friendly products. He's a speaker, serial author, and business owner. His businesses have been featured on Box 5, NBC, and several other publications. He has a growing interest in real estate and business development. His goal before he turns 20 is to own a multifamily unit where he can offer affordable living for families. I love that. Hello, hello, Kate. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How about you? I, I can say confidently this is a great day. We're so excited to learn more about you and the story. Yes. So, Sammy Grace, I think it's time we get into some questions. Yeah. So we are obviously so stoked to have you on the podcast today, and we're excited to learn more about you and your story. So what is Caden Teaches, and when did you become really serious um, about getting your business like up and running? I'm the CEO of Caden Teaches, where I specialize in teaching kids about financial literacy throughout my financial products, such as my financial flashcard, activity book, and my newest project I'm working on, my financial bus, where I'll go around the schools and teach kids all about financial literacy. And there will be a few different sections in the bus, one that will have a mock grocery store, where it'll teach kids how to have a family budget, and another section that'll have a mock bank. Oh, okay. I love that. I love that. So when did, you know, we kind of got like who you are, what your business is. When did it come like super serious? You're like, you know, there's a point, like, uh, I think we kind of know this is like, starting business and seeing businesses start, but there's a point where it's like, oh, this is fun, small. When did it kind of change to, wow, this is a big opportunity? I would say that it changed to when it was big, when I was getting multiple calls for speaking events. For, I was getting calls for multiple events, and that led me to know that, this, that what I was doing is serious. So I decided that I wanted to continue teaching financial literacy and teach it to kids in a way that they could understand. I love that. I love that so much. And so kind of going into that, um, you know, we big out here on just helping and hoping our young, our young entrepreneurs can achieve and learn more about your story and how you got involved in starting your business. And so one of my big questions is what were some of the early challenges because as a business owner, like we know that there are challenges that come with you know starting a business and all that. What are some of those early challenges? And most importantly for those young entrepreneurs out there, how did you overcome them? One of my biggest challenges was not selling my product as much as I thought, as much as I wanted to. I had one project, one product which was my budgeting kit, which had magnets and different things inside of it. And I would put, it wasn't really selling. So I decided that I would bundle it in my financial toolbox because I knew that people would buy that and it would come inside of the financial toolbox. But now I've put my very own puzzle 
in the financial toolbox to teach kids still financial literacy in a fun and interactive way. I love that. I love that. That's that so great. Mean. So we heard a little bit about that you were also an author. So tell us about um, some of your books and, and where we can find them. Yes, I have my book, Caden's Rich Kid Guide, which helps kids earn 10K under 10 years old. My book name, my book name, I'm not going to argue with you, which teaches you how to deal with the negative people in life. And one of my newest books, Minutes with Millionaires, where it gives all the information that I've learned from interviewing millionaires with my series, Money Minutes with Millionaires. I love it. I love it. That's so awesome. Um, so I kind of want to get into like, we, I know you've been able to do quite a lot of big things. And so what have been like the biggest things that you have learned from about your business, your experience, and of course, like being able to interview some amazing people? What were some of the biggest things you've learned? One of the biggest things that I've learned is from Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. He said to save at least 15% of how much you earn. So that every, so every amount that you get, you save it with 15%. I know that. One other thing that I learned is that millionaires usually have a morning routine where they'll usually start their day off with something active like walking or exercising. So I started, so I said that I wanted to start my own routine, but it has been pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I mean, with me in high school, like started morning routine. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to have to wake up at 5.30, but you, lo- you learn to love it. You learn to love it. Um, so you kind of in the beginning, when we, for our first question, you talked a little bit about this bus journey. And so you talked a little bit about the plans for it. But can you just elaborate more? Like, what are the plans for this bus? Well, to, well, we're actually in the process of getting the floors done inside of the bus. We have completely gutted out the bus and cleaned it. But our main focus is to teach kids about financial literacy, and it'll have a tablet station that'll teach kids how to set up a bank account and so much more. And I plan to take it to, I plan to take it to schools all around the Atlanta district and teach kids all about financial literacy. All right. That, that's, that's so cool. All right. I'm going to go a little bit off the script here just because I know there's so much knowledge you can drop on this. I would want to ask the question, what is the biggest piece of advice you would offer to one of these kids that want to start a business, want to do their big dreams? What's that one piece of advice that you would want to give them? One thing that I would say is to look at people who are where you want to be and look at what they've done and how they've done it and try to interview them and watch some of their videos and get some of their knowledge. So then you'll be able to go beyond of what they've achieved. Yeah. Love that. So, so a question that I have and that I've been playing with is like, 
So you talk about you're only 11 years old, right? So you are you are young. And question that I have that's even talking about with kids that your age, how did you get into this? Like, did you just wake up one morning and was like, you know, I really want to change the world. I want to change um, the way these kids look at it. Like, how did you how did you start that? Well, actually, the way I started my business is because I would go to business meetings with my dad and I would always see that they were talking about financial literacy. So I took it upon myself to learn about financial literacy and join the and join the genius and join the Generational Wealth Academy where I was able to learn a lot about financial literacy and I decided to create my own products because my sister had her own business and I saw that she was making profit off of her jaws and vitamins from her company, K-Lock Products. So I took it upon myself to start my own business and teach kids about financial literacy with my products. That's great. So it was really just a, it was a cultivation of like the environment you're in. Like it was just, you got involved in that business and you were kind of rapping like, hey, let's do this. I love that. You kind of had that, that idea and you went for it. And so I kind of I don't want to ask a question we usually ask in you know a more you know a next interview but i kind of want to ask it now that we've kind of wrapped up so we have a couple more questions but do you consider yourself more of an actual dreamer and a doer and i'm starting to kind of feel it but who do, what do you kind of consider yourself a dreamer or a doer could you re- i'm sorry could you repeat that i didn't hear you oh that's totally fine so this is a question we usually ask for our more experience or older uh, entrepreneurs, but I really would love to hear your answer to this. And it's, do you consider yourself more of an actual dreamer or a doer? I believe that I'm more of a doer. So that because I've been able to teach kids a lot about financial literacy. And my goal is to teach over 5,000 kids about financial literacy. And I would say that I have been doing that. I love it, man. You And I, I can see that like you are a great entrepreneur. I can see the dreamer and doer go hand in hand right there. That you have those dreams, but you know you can do it. I love that so much. So for our last question, and I, I, you can go funny, you can go serious with this question or both. What has been one of your favorite parts of starting your own business? One thing that I would say is the best part is that I get to have my own money. But one story that I have of that is one day I finished up an event and we decided that we would celebrate with having some wings as we usually do. And my dad and usually I'll get some nice hot tender wings. But this time, I decided that I want wings and shrimp. But my dad said that I would have to choose from one of the other. So I said that he could buy the wings and I would buy the shrimp. And I still got both of the things that I wanted. (laughs) And that was one thing that taught me that money gives you choices. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. That's, that's good. Money brings the choices. I love that. Caden, 
Thank you so much for your time, man. I, I know that those who listen to it, I know they're better for it. I know they're inspired. But before we completely wrap up, where can we find more about you, Caden Teaches, and how can we support your financial business? You can go to my website, cadenteaches.com, and you can follow me on my LinkedIn, Caden Harris, and my Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Caden Teaches. All right. Viewers, you know where to go. Caden, it's been so great. Viewers, we'll be back real, real soon with our next amazing guest. We'll see you there. Bye.